Do you listen to your watch more than God? What did you say? We'll find out on Covenant's podcast. Welcome, friends. Uh, I am Kyle Gatlin, and I'm here with, what's your name again? Sean Shirley. That's right. I'd sort of forgotten. It's been a while since uh, he and I had worked together on this, and uh, we appreciate you tuning in today, whenever it is and however it is you're watching. And how many of you, seriously, have watches out there that tell you different things you need to do? Just an hour ago, before this recording, my watch said, it's time to stand. You know what I did? I stood up, okay, <laughs> and it's it, it tells you it's time to move, and so many times those of us who are tied to the exercise regime uh, that our phones and our watches keep track with, uh, we'll we'll say, oh yeah, it's time to stand up. I've been sitting around too long. We listen to our watches. That's that's what many of us do. Do we do that more than listening to God? Psalm 46 was the passage that Nick Shepard, our uh, student minister, uh, shared with us this past week. And I just want to read you just a few verses of that, and then we're going to start out the end and maybe go back to the beginning of these verses. Verse 8, come and see what the Lord has done, the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes war cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He He burns the shields with fire. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. So we're going to pause right there. Verse 10, Sean. Be still and know that I am God. That is a command. It is. That is is not a suggestion. It says, be still and know that I am God. Now, I, I don't know. I don't know about your everyday minute to minute life. I only can speak for Kyle. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I guess I could speak for other people too, but I won't today. I'm going to speak for Kyle only today. (laughs) And uh, I have not been diagnosed with ADHD, but I probably got it because I don't sit still very long, right? I don't sit still very long. I like to multitask when I'm doing anything, whether it's reading, whether it's listening, writing, typing, whatever. I'm usually multitasking. That's just sort of what... What I like to do, I listen to music while I'm typing, while I'm even reading this instrumental music. So that's probably more than anybody cares to hear from Kyle. But anyway, the the point is that it is difficult for me at times to be still. And it is really something that um, that, that I'm learning. I'm still learning to, to be still. And and sometimes it, it literally is just being still at my house early in the morning with coffee usually, and that's about the only time I actually am still. And if it happens later in the day, I usually fall asleep. So, <laughs> so that's a good point. So, so be still and know that I am God. So there's two parts of this. Mm-hmm. You got to be still, and not just to be still for being still sake. For like me, if I'm just doing that, I fall asleep. Right. But be still for what purpose? To to know God. Right. So our watch will tell us, hey, you've been still too long. Won't you get up and move? Mm-hmm. So we almost needed a watch to tell us, hey, you've been moving too much. Won't you be still? Yes. So talk a little bit about, I, I think, I can't speak for you entirely, but I think you've had probably more still moments in the last year or so um, that you probably can, can speak to about what that has felt like. Yeah, I've had still moments and 
I've had still moments that are on both sides of the coin. I've had moments where I had no trouble being still. And just to throw in on this, what you were saying, um, I'm the opposite of you. I cannot multitask. So it is relatively easy for me to be still because I can only do one thing at the time. And just, just ask my wife. She'll tell you if I'm typing something and she's asking me a question, I don't hear it. I'm just, I, I can't, I can't do two things at one time. That certainly sounds like an excuse more than anything not to listen to your wife, but that's just an observation. But anyway. Yeah. So. And, and that, <laughs> but I can tell you, I hear a lot. I heard it uh, last night. I turned and looked, I was doing something. I turned and looked at her and I said, now, what did you say? She said, I've already said it four times. I'm not saying it again. And I was like, I don't know who lost out, me or you, but I guess that remains to be seen. Because you were doing your one thing at the time. I was doing my one thing at the time. So I have had, I've had times where I am, I am still. The being still is not a difficult task for me. But then what I do with that still time, that is a whole different story. And it is a whole, it's a whole other discipline. It's really easy to sit and just occupy your mind with really empty thoughts or self-destructive thoughts. And that is what I was kind of in the routine of doing. I would, I would sit and I would begin by trying to talk with God, trying to, you know, lay out a lot of stuff that was on my mind, on my heart, what was going on in my life. And, you know, I realized pretty quickly, I wasn't the, uh, that conversation wasn't restricted to me and God. The enemy was in there and the enemy would talk to me and tell me, you're wasting your time. You're wasting your time. And I spent a lot of time sitting, sitting still, but occupying my mind with very self-defeating thoughts. And, you know, that ends up spiraling and turns into a really can turn into a really bad situation. In the last several months, I have continued the habit of being still. And usually for me, um, especially in the last six, eight months, I am, uh, I'm a very, I'm a very different person these days than I was say a year ago. My habits have changed. My routines have changed and I'm up at four 30 every day now. As a matter of fact, Kyle, I, I, I was five eleven this I morning. Responded. I texted you this morning <laughs> because you sent and it. I was up, so it was he okay. Sent, he sent it. Like, Kyle sent me a text last night about nine o'clock, and you uh, was asleep. By I was already gone. Okay. I was already asleep. I'm not a late nighter anymore. And so when I got up, I responded to the text. But yeah, it was uh, it was at five eleven this morning, and so at that during that time, my wife's getting ready to go to work, and that's a whole that's a whole process. That's an hour, uh, and our nine-month-old black lab is just in everybody's business. He is going crazy. So typically I'll get up and about 4.30, I'll take him out and we have to throw the ball several times. And then once he kind of gets that energy out, I'll let him back in. And I go outside to my little studio behind my house and I spend a couple of hours out there. And I, and I really spend that time I would say seeking God, but I spend a large quantity of that time 
in gratitude to God, thanking God for everything that he's done, thanking him for the day that's in front of me when I don't, you know, I don't even know what's coming, but I know, I know that he is God and I have, I have learned to focus on that. I have learned to be thankful for, for even for what is yet to come, let alone, and and to be thankful for um, everything that has happened, the good and the bad. I've learned to do that, but it is, uh, as I said, it's a very different and unique discipline to know that he is God along with be still. Yeah, and and the psalmist, going back to that first verse that I read, verse 8, come and see what the Lord has done, and that that is playing into what you're experiencing during that time. I'm being still thanking God what for what he has done. And, Correct. And, of course, you're not talking about making the war cease and ends earth, but you are making – actually, you are making – Very much w- so. Some wars have ceased in, your, in your life, actually. That's exactly is, right. Is, is right. But, uh, but that's – you know, the psalmist in this verse 46 or, or chapter 46 um, is reminding, I think, himself that he's experienced – Something in his life that brought brought him to this point, and this prayer again. We were in the in the attitude of praying these psalms, making them our own, and so this is part of what what it means to be still before God. And many times we simply make our list and check it twice, mm-hmm. but that list is usually for God bless, God bless, God bless, God bless, or something like that, right. and 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 we cease to. Um, to to acknowledge what he's already done, right? Because we so we are so f- thinking more of what you're going to do for me next mm-hmm. type thing rather than what you have done for me. And, and also, um, also it's it's very easy to get caught in the trap of focusing on the be still part. Let's let's still some of the busyness that we have in our lives. Let's make time to be still. And I can say this because I'm guilty of it, as I think we all are, but you beat your, you're still, and then your prayers and your time with God kind of come across as, hey, God, look what I've done. I've set aside time to be still. I'm, I'm waiting for you to bless that. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess I have a lot of issues, but one of, one of the issues is when I'm still, my mind wanders. Mm-hmm. Maybe that ADHD or whatever it's called now, uh, adult ADD or something like that. And if if my mind wanders enough, it ceases being still, and and becomes, hey, I think about this. I'm gonna think about this. I'm, I, it's it's sort of like the dog seeing the rabbit. Mm-hmm. You know, rabbit, rabbit, rabbit. And then I'm chasing rabbits. Right. Really. Uh, during that time, if I'm not focused on what the still time is, mm-hmm. like like in the afternoon, I, I usually usually uh, go home at some point early in the afternoon because I I come early because people wake me up with text at five eleven in the morning, so I'm already <laughs> up, so I just come on to, come on into the office, and so I go home middle of the afternoon, try to beat the school traffic and stuff like that, and I will light, I will sit in the recliner and and be still, and if I don't fall asleep. And I don't have anything I'm thinking about, then my mind just really starts playing tricks on me, and my mind is taking me to places that I that I don't need to be. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm thinking about things that are not beneficial 
to mm-hmm. think about. Uh, they're not doing anything to um, to further the kingdom of God, right? right? <laughs> they're furthering the kingdom of Kyle. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah. so that this we have, in my opinion, and I can't speak for everybody out there, but it's in my opinion that being still is part of the equation. It's what you're doing in that stillness and that discipline to, to figure out what that is for you and how that, how mm-hmm. that looks for you. Um, I, I'll be quite honest with you. I've uh, ever since my knee replacement surgery, I've gotten a stationary bike outside my room that uh, it's, it's a room that I don't have to worry about dogs, a dog bothering me. Right. Uh, sometimes the cats do, but, um, but I can just be pedaling along with nothing else in the room, but I'll have some music playing and and I have I have a my list of people I'm praying for on a computer screen so I can see it as far enough away I, I can actually read it, and 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 that and it's in those times that technically I'm not still I'm actually riding my bike mm-hmm. right this is that multitasking thing that I was speaking of earlier, but I promise you in those moments it feels like I'm still because it's. It is a moment where I feel like God is speaking to me, mm-hmm. right? I'm, I'm still in the fact that that everything else, as far as the world goes, uh, whether that's the TV or kids or dogs or anything, no, no, nothing's out there. There's no other stimuli, stimuli, stimulus, oh, yeah, stimuli, right? Stimuli. No stimuli. It's just it's some praise, instrumental praise music that's helping me get centered. But I still feel like I'm still before God. Now, that doesn't work for everybody, and that doesn't work every time. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I will confess that um, that many times, I want to say three out of seven times during the week in those mornings, that that it, it, will, it, it, it comes out something different. Something different pops up. It, it's because four out of the seven days – I look at my prayer list. I'm praising God. Thank you for, thank you for our church and for our leadership in church and staff and uh, and and even Sean. I mean, I yeah. pray, pray for you even there. <laughs> so, uh, and sometimes it's just rote, right? I'm right. just I, I go through my list and and I feel like after the twenty twenty two minutes or whatever, I'm good to go. But there's there's other times again. I feel like I'm still, even though my 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 knees are moving. I feel like I'm still before God because it's just me and Him during that time. Mm-hmm. Now that doesn't work for everybody. Obviously, those of you that exercise in a group of a hundred people at the exercise that that doesn't work for everybody. And and there are times where I, I do, I am still in my recliner reading the Psalm of the day uh, recently, or reading actually I've been reading two things, one on you version and then our Psalms for the day. That I'm still, but I'm focused on. God's word is right. there. That that is my that is my focus, and so in both of those instances, and usually both of them happen every day, I still like I feel still like I'm still, and 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 I'm knowing God in those ways. So I, I don't pick and choose one way or the other. I, I actually try to try to do both, mm-hmm. uh, just because sometimes in the literal stillness, I'm not moving. Dog's not in my lap. There's silence in the house. I'm still. But the other other days, 
that that I feel it even in the midst of riding the bike. So anyway, I I, I went a long way around to say that I'm not sure there's exactly one way to be still and know that He is God. I agree with that, and I would uh, I would add that I think there's an element of intentionality with the knowing that he is God with that step. That's part, that's part of that discipline is, you know, it's when you, like I was saying earlier, when you decide, Hey, I'm going to set aside this time and I'm going to do it. But if you don't go in knowing that today, I'm going to, I'm going to pray these Psalms. I'm going to do this. I don't have a plan. And you just sit there. That's, that's when your mind starts wondering. That's, that's at least, that's what happens to me. And it's, and it's a funny thing, because I can always tell when I'm off track because my mind, my thoughts turn back to me. They're, they're, they're thoughts about me and what, and what I'm doing and what I should be doing. And so I do think there's an element of intentionality. And I'm not saying that you have to have a devotion or, or even reading through a psalm, anything like that. But there, I, I think it is good to, to say today, I'm going to be, I'm going to be thankful and maybe, for something very specific in your life, maybe just, you know, the provisions that you've, that God has shown you for your entire life, maybe that, I don't know. But when it comes to what you're talking about being on your stationary bike, there are times, and I think there, to me, they're some of the most beneficial. They, uh, I hate to say it this way, they feel good. But they are also some of the most beneficial in in my walk with Christ, and that is when I'm simply in His presence, simply in His presence, and I really don't have an agenda. I really don't have anything. But like you, I'll turn on some, I'll turn on praise music, and and just focus focus on Him. And I, but I, but I'm not there for any kind of petition. I'm not there for. Uh, you know, to specifically thank him for anything, just being, just being in God's presence. And to me, that's when I have made some of the greatest strides in my relationship with Christ. I feel like I know who God is and I know him better just from being in his presence. And we hope all of you that uh, are, are listening will, will consider what we've talked about and instead of keep listening to a podcast, we're going to stop it now so you can be still. Right. <laughs> and, it's a good and, time. And do your own thing, right? So whatever your own thing is. And, uh, you know, Sean and I use the mornings just because no, nothing else is going on. We hadn't started our day. That may not work for you. I get sleepy at night. Sean gets sleepy at night. So the nighttime may be the wind down time for you. It may be, you know what, you need a complete break from work. So you, you do your own thing at lunch every day. It, or maybe you have the breaks at work or wherever you're, wherever you're at where you can get away and be still. The, the point is not when you do it, not even not how you do it. Uh, the point is to make it a practice uh, to be still before God. Not for the point of just being still, but to know God. The reason that we have 31 days in prayer is in August is to develop a habit. Make that, make this a part of your habit, uh, during the prayer time to be still. Yeah. You probably, you're probably generating the prayers. That's not the issue. You're probably doing that right now, but are you including a part about being still 
in these moments. So, so that that's 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 my challenge uh, for for anybody that's taking the time to listen to this. Uh, any last thoughts, Sean? Just the biggest thing is is to I would encourage you to figure out a way to make this happen. And you may be in a situation where you're being still, but you absolutely can't focus and, or you're, you know, you're just flooded with, uh, with other thoughts that are, are not advancing the kingdom of God. And if that be the case, you may need to change your time. You may need to change your time. Uh, I used to, my time used to be late at night and that just, didn't, and I didn't make that wasn't intentional. It just it was it was kind of cool how it happened. It just, you know, I started intentionally going to bed earlier. And as a result, I was getting up earlier. And the morning has I mean, I don't know why I haven't been doing this my entire life. It's uh, it's the it's the best time for me. And I never would have thought that. But a simple change in time can make and help you avoid some of because, uh, you know, we get in habits of our, our thought process. And so. You know, you go to a specific place and you sit down at a specific time. And a lot of times you're you're already thinking about what you're going to think about when you get there. And so, you know, a, a change of scenery, a change of change of time, all of that may help you develop that discipline of knowing God once you're still. All right. Well, we hope that uh, you take some of this to heart and that uh, many of you will be putting this into practice, whatever that looks like for you. Thank you for being with us. Um, the August 21st is our next worship service at Covenant. Uh, Psalm 51, uh, one of the more famous psalms, will be our um, topic this week. We'll be going really verse by verse through this psalm. Uh, and if you're catching this podcast later, well, don't worry. We have our archives on our website and on our YouTube where you can access uh, any any of our messages that we have. And, of course, they'll be on this podcast channel as well. In fact, the uh, Psalm 51 will probably be dropped Sunday afternoon, Monday morning. You can catch it maybe possibly on your way to work on the 22nd. Or when you just first wake up and you're trying to be still, don't turn on the broadcast podcast yet. <laughs> Do the be still and then turn it on. And text so, Kyle first. Yeah, yeah make, make, make sure you wake me up. Make sure you wake All right. Thank you all again. Have a blessed day and or weekend, however you're listening.